J.T. Crowley is Talking Books. On this show, you'll hear from emerging talent and seasoned veterans from around the world. They'll give you their take on the writing process and how to create the secret sauce of page-turning deliciousness. Let's get into that magical mixture of the art and science of creativity. Here's J.T. Crowley, author of The Smart Kids and your podcast host. Hello, everyone. I'm J.T. Crowley, and I'm delighted to invite on my show today Hazel Thompson from Southampton area in the United Kingdom to talk about her children's book, The Bears of the Evergreen Forest. Basil and Brenda go for a stroll. Hazel got the idea of writing the book while visiting friends in Canada. Hazel is not only an author, but she also delivers training programs for the construction industry. And her beloved dog, Betty, accompanies her on most of her adventurous expeditions wherever she goes. So let's welcome Hazel onto the show to talk about her book, The Bears of the Evergreen Forest. Hazel, come and join Hi, me John. on the show. Hazel, I've thoroughly enjoyed um, looking at the book. Uh, yes, it's a little short book uh, for kids. The, you know, the illustrations are wonderful and the storyline is just, it's just cute. Yeah. So <laughs> well, that's what you want in a book like this. Thank you, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So, in our, Hazel, in our uh, preliminary chit-chats, you mentioned that the idea of the book came about from a visit to Canada. Um, would you care to elaborate here? Where in Canada? Because I'm intrigued, actually. Whereabouts in Canada? And why did you chose bears as the main theme to the storyline? Yeah, um, so I went to visit some friends in Nova Scotia, ah. um, in Halifax, and um, we were just sort of out and about. Um, they were taking me around, looking at places, and uh, we went for a walk through some wooded area. Um, and suddenly the the trees parted, and there was this lovely lake. Um, and we sat there for a little while and sort of watched the watched the world go by. And I don't know, it just sort of came to me. And, and um, when I got back to their house, um, I just sort of picked up my notebook and started writing. Um, I don't know why bears just seemed like they fitted, I suppose. They, they fit in, in a wood. <laughs> so it, it seemed logical, really, yeah. And, of course, Canada does have bears. Yes, yeah, and I had to look up what type of bear actually. Mm. <laughs> um, so when I was talking to the publishing house about the pictures and what I wanted them to look like, I I sort of had to look and see what type of bears they had and what I wanted my bears to look like. That sort of looked like Canadian bears. So <laughs> what mean, sort I, of bears are I don't they? Think well, they're a bit of a mixture of a few bears, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, they're a bit of a mixture. So I don't think they're, they're described as one particular type of bear. So There you go, everyone. Um, <laughs> how did you formalise the um, – you, you've touched on this already a little bit just then uh, – the wonderful illustrations, which to me – are so vivid, they're bright, they're fun, they're cheerful, they're definitely eye-catching. How did you work these 
lovely when I look at them on my iPad here, everybody. The, oh, I love the illustration of Basil the bear. He's sitting against a tree. You've got the fish in the lake and the birds in the branches. Um, how did yeah. this illustration, how did they come about? How did you form them? Tell us. Well, I, I had them in my head what I wanted each of the pictures or or it's it's sort of like comes up as like a little film in my head as I'm as I'm reading the story through or reading what I'd originally written and I was sort of imagining it in my head so when it came to telling the uh, the team how to do it and, and what I wanted in the pictures um, I really tried to describe as much information as I could about what I could see in my head about that, you know, that particular scene. And when you, when you do it, you have to say what's in the background, what's in the foreground. You have to describe the characters, what they're doing, what they're wearing, what they look like. Um, so you have to go into quite a bit of detail about it and the pictures that came back from them for the most part were absolutely spot on mm. and I only had to change a few things oh, and they're wonderful I, I love the um you've got the the illustration here of you, you know we're in um Brenda's bedroom here and <laughs> it's of Basil and Brenda and Brenda's got some little letters and she's tidying her room up it's just wonderful everybody yeah and the color. Well, I, I thought about I thought about my bedroom and how much of a mess it is. <laughs> That's thought, why the clothes are on the floor, everybody. Everything, yeah. And <laughs> um, when you wrote the book, Hazel, um, who did you have in mind as your market? Was it old? Was it going to be young children, um, or? So you decided to opt for that, or did you have any chance of saying, I'll go for, say... I don't really know. I mean, I wrote this book ages... Sorry, sorry. I wrote this book ages ago, um, and I didn't really write it to publish it at the time. Um, But as I was getting a bit older and I was thinking, right, well, I need to think about publishing this, I was thinking about um, young children maybe reading it themselves or maybe sitting down with a parent and reading it with a parent support or having a little little child be read to them by a parent or a grandparent so yeah it was um i i sort of had the picture in my head about the age group but it took me a while to really work out exactly who would be reading this I, I love the adventures of the, the two mice, um, <laughs> Pip, and, <laughs> Pip and Tara, yeah. are, are on the lake. I think it's wonderful. And I'm looking at this now, and they're on the lake. Um, why these two characters who in stark contrast, you know, in every aspect, you know, to Basil and Brenda. You know, Basil and Brenda are big bears, and then you've got these tiny mice. Yeah. yeah. And they're sitting there on the lake in a water lily, um, mm-hmm. having fun 
Where do the yeah. two mice come from? Just really just trying to think of characters that might be sort of in that environment and thinking about who Basil and, ba Basil and Brenda might come across every day um, and just really I just had an idea of you know two little mice and everything went from there so I don't know these these things just pop in my head randomly <laughs> I mean it, it's lovely I mean you, you know you've got the uh, the two mice they're on the lake there you've got um, you know Tara she's in a bright yellow dress sitting in the pink lily and then you've got Pip who's been thrown out of the lily um, <laughs> it's just wonderful and I love the um, the colour of the birds, uh, Polly. Wonderful, bright red and pink. It's absolutely wonderful. As says everybody, the colours in this book are simply amazing. So when you um, when you come to uh, Hazel, thinking about the characters, do you have a formula in your head? I do, you know, for me, it's like the age of the character, the, the, the gender of the character, what does the character wear? Do they have a smartphone? Uh, what are their <laughs> friends called? Do they have any family? They, do they have any? I have 13 points that I use to create my characters. Mm. Do you have uh, any formula that you work on to build and create your characters? When I wrote this, no, definitely not. I was very new to this sort of thing and I didn't have I you know I hadn't even thought about backgrounds uh, background for a character and you know who their family might be and you know an old, for an older one what they do for a living or or any of that sort of thing so it 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 was just you know does this character seem right with the with the storyline yeah it seems right with the storyline you know and and they're just they're just there um but you know i've learned about that since and i've i've done some short courses and i've learned about building characters and you know if it wasn't a little children's book then that would be necessary i think oh definitely um, definitely yeah <laughs> Do you have fun creating the characters? You know, as you write the book, uh, do the uh, characters, you know, are they real to you? Are they, you know, they walk around yeah. with you. They're saying, hey, you know, I'm still here. You need to yeah. write another story yeah, yeah. about me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And um, because that's what my characters do. They keep, you know, nodding me saying, come on, we need to do the next bit here. Get on with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, as a child... I'm just curious here. Who did you love to uh, to read? I mean, for me, it was Ina Blyton. It was um, C.S. Lewis. And I just simply loved J.R. Tolkien, The Lord of the Rings. Who was you? Yes, I, I, didn't, I didn't find out about Tolkien until much later. But C.S. Lewis, definitely, you know, mm. um, I read some of, some of those books. But Enid Blyton, uh, I read and read and read Enid Blyton so much when I was when I was a kid, and and I would pick up a book and read it again and again if if I liked it. Um, I can't really think of 
there's no one else that really stands out for me. Um, but I, I do remember, you know, lots of famous five books. Venture seven. Um, oh, and then secret seven. Yeah. As well. Oh, secret yes, seven. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think my sister liked secret seven and I liked famous five. Famous so five. between us, I think we must've had the whole collection. <laughs> But did they... Well, um, the whole collection at the time. Sure. I mean, but did they in any way um, give you a structure to write this book? You know, did they have an influence on you at all? That was, was that why did you go for kids' books? Um, I don't know, because it was so seriously out of the blue. Um, I'd written some stories when I was in school um, for my English projects. Um, but they weren't kid stories. Um, I don't remember much about them now, but they were mm. they were for like slightly older, so closer to Enid Blyton age, if you like. Um, yeah. And I don't know, this, this, this is like the generation below that. So the, the really young kids. So oh. it, it was a bit out of the blue that this idea came to me. So yeah, I, I, I don't know where it came from. <laughs> I, I love this picture here in the book. You've got the picture of Basil and Brenda uh, strolling through the woods and they're coming into the village, everybody. And you've got, you know, Mr. Badger there. You've got the owl at the post office shop. You've got the uh, the squirrel at the tea shop, and you've got another bear at the the cake shop, and then there's the pointing out to the forest. Um, it's just simply, oh, magical! You know the illustrations that go everybody with these um, readings is just wonderful. Kids are going to love this. You know, one to four year olds are just simply going to be going, oh wow! And I think even the big kids are going to go, ah. Did. <laughs> um, do you have any plans, um, you know, to write any more books? I think you should. Well, I have actually written some other adventures for Basil and Brenda. Um, oddly enough, after I wrote the first one, um, my friends who I was staying with said, oh, you need to write them doing this and you need to write them doing this and you need to write them doing that. So I, I picked a couple of those and then I wrote another couple. And then when I got home, I wrote another, I think it was another three. So I think in total, I've got six of these little stories in a, in a little notebook. I mean, the notebook's about, I don't know, tiny little a six size notebook that I wrote them in originally. Um, and I've, I, when I started to look at this, I, I sort of picked up the notebook and I thought, right, which of these do I want? Well, let's start at the beginning. And I haven't done anything with the other five and they're just still sat in that little notebook till I decide what to do with them. So, I think you should, because these are great stories. You know, let's hope everybody that she does do another book and that I get the chance to talk to her about it. Um, 
because these, uh, it just follows on from these adorable, magical book here, everybody. And let's hope she's going to write some more for us, everybody. Hazel, where can people get your book from? So uh, you can get it from Amazon. Uh, you can get it from the Author House website. You yeah. can get it from my website, which is hazelthompsonauthor.co.uk. Um, and I think that's, I think that's about, I mean, there might be other places where you can get it. Uh, but I, those are the ones I know about. Cause you know, and I've got to come before I finish here, everybody to the last illustration. And it says, <clears throat> they fell asleep under the evergreen forest, starry night sky. And the picture is of, um, Basil and Brenda, everybody, on a rock. And then you've got Pip and Tar, the two mice, sat by their side. And you've got the wonderful, um, the bear's house there with the red door and the window above the red door in the tree and the um, the night sky with all the stars in it. It is, um, it's magical, everyone. It really is. <laughs> Hazel Thompson, Thank you for coming on the show and sharing some of the experiences you encountered along the way to bring this cute, captivating and enchanting book for one to four year olds so that their grandparents, parents can read these stories to them at bedtime. And for maybe some four year olds be quite capable of reading a page a night themselves. Uh, but the, the illustrations that go with the storylines are simply magical. And I think kids are just going to, of the one to four year old age range, are just going to simply love these books. And it just leads me to say, Hazel Thompson, thank you so much for um, giving me the opportunity to talk to you about your book. It's wonderful. And I simply say to everybody, go and give Hazel Thompson a, a read, everybody. They are wonderful, wonderful, colourful, bright storybook. Hazel Thompson, thank you very much. You. I'm JT Crowley. Thanks for listening, watching, wherever you are in the world. So until next time, stay safe. <laughs>